the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is author Janetti Barrett. Greetings, Janetti. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm very well. Yes, not too bad. I mean, under the circumstances, being out in the community, nursing and caring, every day is different and I never know what I'm going to walk into, to be fair. So what have you been up to recently? Well, recently I've got a few clients. I've always had these clients. Um, so it's nothing different in the care that I'm giving them, apart from the fact that I'm having to walk around in heavy PPE, which isn't very nice because half the time I'm coming home, you know, as sweaty as a glass blower's armpit. But there you go. It's, it's part of the job. I'm keeping them and myself safe. And that's the message at the end of the game, keeping everyone safe. So, yeah, it's it's heavy work, but it's the same as I've always done. No difference. So we're going to get into your care work and how you became involved with that later on. In the meantime, where yeah. did you grow up and what was it like? Oh, I'm, I'm a Birmingham lass and I was born in a hospital called Heafield Road Hospital in the heart of Handsworth which no longer exists. Yeah, and I'm still living in Handsworth. Still there, born and bred. School there, uh, further education I did in London, which was my psychiatric nursing, and came back to Birmingham, straight back into the heart of Handsworth. The place that I love, the place that I know, the place that I feel at home in. So over the years, has there been a particular experience you believe dramatically changed you as a person? Oh my goodness, I could. That's a really long story. And it's that long because it's been, it, it's it, my life, all my growing up, for 30 years of my life, the first 30 years of my life have actually been rather traumatic, to say the least. So traumatic that I suffered quite a lot of um, tra- um, trauma, post-trauma over it, PTSDs, and written two books to abreast my autobiography of my life. So, yeah, not um, not a fantastic start, not at all. But I'm a conqueror, I'm a survivor, and that's probably why initially I went into psychiatric nursing, to study the mind and what things trigger the mind and how people can get over what's happened in their life, like traumas. So when did you become involved with raising awareness regarding mental health issues? Right, I don't know if you're aware of the case of Charlene and Letitia, two young girls who got shot at the New Year's Eve in 2003. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, well, I was working at Selly Oak Hospital at the time and doing my nursing, doing radiography, doing all sorts of different things. But because of that area of Lozells, Newtown, Aston and Handsworth, it was notorious with the Gabars and Johnson boy crew. And I wanted to get out there and do something about it. I, I had two young boys myself living in Handsworth, um, living on the rally Close estate. And I thought, do you know what? As a group of mothers, if we don't try and do something or don't try and protect our own children, be out there, be at home so that they can have someone when they come from school and things, things might happen. So I left my psychiatric nurse and I left the hospitals and went out in the community and started up my own business called Jankan Care. And yeah, that's where it all started. I wanted to do one-to-one bespoke care for people individually in their homes, tackling the issues of life. You know, um, a lot of children were 
not necessarily abandoned, but their parents were even working or didn't have enough time trying to make ends meet. So a lot of children were on the street. And my boys could have been like that too. So I just wanted to address it. And that's really how it all started. When did you become involved with acting and being an actress? Really, really many, many years ago, I came across this centre called the Hands of Cultural Centre. And there was a dance group in there called Kukuma. And I was interested in what they were doing. And there was another um, associated group which had African contemporary dance to go, to go with it. And that's how I really started. It was really to do with dancing. But because of that, dance came into theatre and theatre came into plays. And I ended up being asked to do a play in London with Judy Dench, who is now Dame Judy Dench, and it was Taming of the Shrew. And from that, I was absolutely, oh, I was just impulsed, driven to do acting forever and ever, amen. But then children came and life took over and it took a, it took a backstage, but it was always there because I was always writing tiny little scripts to myself and imagining myself doing plays, etc. Even as a child, as a family, we did we did acting in the street and begged people to come and watch our little plays <laughs> and things. So I think I think it was sort of always there. That's time when you you know you had the, the copper two penny and you went around and uh, you asked people. We we basically sold food and done anything to get people off the street to come and see our plays. So yeah, I think as a family, it was always there. But it was just myself that went into it um, wholeheartedly out of the seven of us. So who or what inspired you to become an author? I needed an outlet. There were so much things in my life that was confusing and there were so many what-ifs, maybes and could-haves, all unanswered. So writing things down was my way of escapism and trying to figure it out myself. Um, so yes, I was always writing. Plus, I'm dyslexic with dyscalculia. So I'm not very good with maths. I'm not very good with literature. So writing things out and figuring out how to conduct something was my way of sorting my own head out. So, yeah, I've been doing it a long time. But the actual published things that I've done has only come in the last three years. And I'm in my 50s. So it's a long time coming. So when was your first book published? My first book was published in 2018. And what was it about? Um, it is the first and the second book is my, actually my autobiography. And the first book is called They Never Saw Me, with the title being Triumphant Through My Early Years. And the second book is the second part of the autobiography called I Don't Know Who I Am. But the two books have four parts within them. So four chapters, basically, of my life. And it's called, all in all, the Transition Series. And it's on the Amazon um, website. And what advice would you give to someone who wants to become an author, who has those aspirations? Well, I think most people do have stories within them. Because when you come to think of it, in general conversation, something like that we're having now, we're actually talking about ourselves. You know, and in life, you have a, an event that's happened and you, you, you go and you tell your best buddy, you know, or you tell your colleague or something. So you're always speaking stories. But I think someone has to have the passion and the drive to actually say, OK, I'm going to put my words out so that public can read it. Because once it's out there, it can be critiqued. So you have to be passionate and you also have to be prepared for people to criticise it or to actually say, yes, it's very good. So there's always two sides of the fence. So, yes, physically, mentally, you have to be prepared for that to take place. 
I certainly was. I was more than ready. More than ready. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you were. You were probably more ready than I was. So, what other interests do you have? All to do with art, I think, because um, I love to sing. I love to dance. I I um, choreograph as well. I do performance poetry and I do mime. Um, so yeah, it's all on the arty side of things. Yeah, I really enjoy that. Plus, I'm an adrenaline junkie too. So I do things like jumping out of planes, skywalking. Oh, wow. I haven't, I haven't yet done a bungee jump because I don't trust them getting the, the, the length of the rope quite right. <laughs> but I have jumped from heights. I'm not right enough heights or anything like that. Yeah, I've done abseils, I've done marathons, um, triathlons, and things like that. Oh, and I love kickboxing and kung fu. Oh, okay. So quite, quite a physical girl I am. Quite physical. Okay, so you're not one to annoy then. You might beat somebody up. What, you know, you know, really, because I've been through so much in my life, some a lot of hurt. I'm, I'm quite a pussycat. I don't like to hurt anybody at all because I, I really do know what it's like to be hurt. But still... Don't mess with me because I'm a woman of justice. So don't mess with me. So what are your plans for the future? For the future at the moment, funny enough, today was supposed to be the musical play of my autobiography. But like with lots of other things, it had to be postponed. It's been postponed now until the 10th of October, which would be World Mental Health Day. So that's what I've got for the future at the moment, getting this play underway. And then from that, I would hope that once the play has gone out there, that there'll be some sponsors or investors that would might want to make it a bigger theatrical play or make it into some sort of short film. So that's my that's my initial target and plan for the next few years. Oh, that sounds exciting. So, Janetti, how can people contact you? Well, I'm on, on Facebook. My Facebook page is Janetti Barrett or it's Janet.Barrett.71, all in lowercase. I also have another page called Miss Lyricist B, author and poet at 134RCB21. Well, thank you, Janetti, and thank you very much for thank your time. You. Thank you very much, Nigel. Nice to be with you this day. Thank you. Take care now. Thank you for listening. Please join me for another In Conversations podcast very soon for more interesting and entertaining discussions. Stay safe.